G'day, I'm Frank. Howdy, I'm Lachlan. And this is Denver Down Under, our fun podcast where we contrast our experiences growing up to become better friends. Yeah, I was born here uh, in Australia uh, in a little country town called Maui. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were just Port Macquarie. Was no, no, directly... that's where I, I grew up, but I was born in, in Maui. The, the hospital where I uh, was born doesn't exist anymore. Why? I don't know. How many Presum- people? Presumably, they they uh, realized that they wouldn't do any better and just, just <laughs> shut down shut down the factory. You know, does Maui still exist? Yeah, where is it? Uh, it's like in country Victoria. It's near Morwell. It's in like the um Those are- the Gippsland Valley, I think, mm. near Jiralang Junction. Mm. That is just gibberish to me. I don't know where Shepparton. any of those places. No, nope. you know where Sale is. No, you're just saying things. Please, just give me a major like city or a part. Where what territory? It's in Victoria. Okay, that's that's, that's good. What I said. I country didn't... country Victoria. Okay, yeah, fine. Victoria is it near Melbourne? Uh, kind of. Okay, that's close enough to to a general approximation of like my understanding of Australian geography. I think it's on the east side. I'm not sure. Okay, and I'm from Denver, Colorado. Yeah. And each week we talk about a different aspect of growing up and we compare it. We see if there's any similarities, if we have anything in common. Uh, what else? Just fun nostalgia times. Yes. And how was your day today? Uh, it was pretty good. That? I I, uh, I didn't have too much of a rough day at work. Uh, it was pretty cruisy. TV jail wasn't as bad as usual. Wasn't as bad as usual. Uh, I got I signed all the paperwork for my storage locker, so it has no stuff in it now, and I'm free of it. So you don't need it anymore? No. But what if you have to store things? Well, I guess you have a house now yeah, can, to, to store it I have it a giant, in. more expensive storage locker that put me deep into debt. <laughs> yeah, but that also has a kitchen, right? Yeah. It's a storage locker with a kitchen, and that's yeah. a, a good place to start your, your life. Yeah, for sure. In the kitchen, where I belong. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> This is, yeah, look, we just don't need stereotypes of any sort. Gender stereotypes, uh, reverse gender stereotypes. Let's not, let's not bring any of that. You belong in the kitchen because you love to cook. Yeah. And that's sure. that's the truth. Anyway, let me talk about my day. This was all this was all a, a, a setup, yeah. Yeah, a deliberate ploy to yeah. have you ask about my day. Oh, it, oh, um, oh, God. Uh, how uh, your, how your day? day was... How day? In such a way to even go does think to look like what it was to be so much. Yes. Well, I'm glad you asked. Thank you for asking. I went to the National uh, the National Gallery uh, with Arby, who, who's been on here before, and we're going to get him to guest eventually. With you this time, it'll be great. But we were going to the gallery because he's going to Melbourne tomorrow for a week, and I wanted to hang out. So we walk into the gallery... And I look up and there are all these really fun hanging kind of decorations. And they're about, God, 10 feet up, 9 feet up. And there was just one glove, just like a weirdly placed glove. And my immediate thing was, oh, it's it's up real tall. Can I touch it? The answer was yes. But immediately um, a lady came up to me. He's like, you can't touch the art. I didn't even realize that it was art. So that was the glove from Super Smash Brothers Melee. It looked like the glove from uh, an Audrey Hepburn movie. Do you remember, like, where Audrey Hepburn is in like a beehive hairdo, and she's got? You mean these... Breakfast at Tiffany's? Yes, Breakfast at Tiffany's. That glove. It looks like that glove. Was it that glove? 
I don't know. From a movie Breakfast well, at Tiffany's? Well, they had an American uh, exhibit. Yes, and it I had know. like American Masters. Yeah, and it was great. It had uh, Jackson Pollock and, um, God, who's his name? Andy Wall. Yes, but there was also like a Chad dude. I don't know. He he was really good, though. Chad Boswick? No, not quite. It was like a double, it was a, an alliteration of C's. It's like Chad, oh. Cody, Cody, Chad. I don't know. Not important. Anyway. So, that started off my uh, gallery trip real well, because they just immediately started following us, uh, no matter where we were. And my thing that I've realized with paintings that I adore is I love seeing the strokes, the strokes of art, the strokes of the brush. And so, in order to see that, I had to put my face real close. Because my eyes, (laughs) like... You know, they're not bad, but also you just put your face close to what you want to see real good. Clearly. Clearly. Simple logic. Yeah. And <laughs> Maybe you should get glasses, my dude. Yeah, well, I, I went to the eye doctor and they were like, look, you might have a, like a really mild form of astigmatism, but yeah. it's not bad enough that you need glasses. So, oops. So, yeah, that's where I'm stuck with. But I was looking and I, I was like getting real close and... There was an old, an elderly man who was like on patrol, kind of stalking us a little bit. And he immediately was like, you have to stay a meter away. I was like, okay, yeah, no, you've you've won this round. And for the rest of the time, because I'm a shit, I kept telling Arby anytime he'd get close, I was like, Arby, you're not a meter. You got to be a meter away. Arby, Arby, get a meter. And then eventually the guy came up to us. He was like, it's three feet. Because he heard my American accent and was like, Oh, this dumb American. I guess I have to explain. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know if I'm welcome back there anymore. Arby won't go with me, that's for sure. He said he's uh, never been so stressful going to the gallery. Um, and he didn't enjoy um, being so stressed because he thought I would touch things. And I didn't touch any actual things. To be fair, there was one decoration, and then I just got a bad... It's right, Arby. You, you, we can go to the gallery together. Wow, you've already abandoned me. Yeah, that's well. Thanks. I'm just looking out for Arby, really. I'm just concerned that you're like increasing his blood pressure. Like, <laughs> Look, it was fun for all of us. I'd go back to the uh, gallery with Arby. I I just feed off of my friend's stress. That's you and your panic ordering. Mm, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Give me that. That's I do. I've told. I, to- I think I told Arby this on, on the podcast, but I, like, make a point to when we are uh, getting food. I'll, like, try to order as fast as possible to put, <laughs> to put the pressure on you just because yeah. I like seeing what you get. It's fun. Yeah. Well, I'm going back to the, the Filipino place on Friday for Ooh, lunch. So, that's exciting. Yeah. That Filipino place was so good. It was very good. We'll talk about that later because we haven't talked about that yet. I would have no idea, Frank. Yeah, fair. It's hard to remember exactly what you say on a podcast, on a spoken format. Yeah. When you speak all the time. Yeah, if anyone was recording in some fashion, you could look we could listen, listen back, back to, to it. it. Yeah. Oh, God. God, what a what a what a life world. That would what a be. world. Anyway, what are we talking about this week, Clark? We're talking about uh do do the dance. Do you know the song? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just, I'm gonna help out with that one. We're talking about safety dance. Oh. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. 
But if your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, then they're not friends of mine. Yeah, I like that part. Yeah. I don't know the, like, weird, um, like, God, Friday the 13th kind of... <gasps> no, that was just, you just spell out the word safety. Yeah, I know, but that's, okay, whatever. Anyway, school dances. Yeah. And, I mean, as an American, they were kind of a big part of, uh, of my school experience, and... For you, were they? Uh, a little bit. Like, we definitely had uh, what we referred to as uh, discos. Oh, okay. Were specifically referred to as discos um, in, in primary school at the very least. And, like, I remember in high school, like, they had dances, but, like, it was, it was kind of, like, not really uh, as ingrained culturally as, like, like a yeah. – it's like you guys basically, like, the proms are, like, debutante balls. <laughs> let's we'll get into that because i have a good good some stories uh do you want to start with a question you said you had the one this week yeah i Are do you continue, you're continuing a good streak maybe this is your segment now you're in charge i'm taking the reins you're the uh, captain i wanted to ask you uh what's your favorite number <laughs> can i say 69 i mean obviously no i'm not gonna say 69 god maybe i'm gonna say six no i have to have a good number um I like the number 70 for no real reason. I guess I it, – look, that's fallen into my favorite number just as yellow's fallen into my favorite color and red has fallen into my favorite magic play style. It's just because it's – I like enjoy what just opportunity presents itself with. And so 70 was the number that I had for my football jersey. And so I was like, okay, yeah, this I like this number now because this is me. This is my identity. Whereas, like, yellow is my favorite color because of just my car choice um, and my phone choice because they were both yellow. And yeah. I chose them for practical reasons. And then I was like, well, now I really like yellow. Now I'm committing to it, yeah. Yeah, and it, it's, like, genuine once it happens. But, like, once I get ingrained into those choices i'm really bad about favorites because like everything's my favorite if you give me 10 minutes with it and like an, a good positive experience yeah yeah what about you what's I, your favorite number and why i think historically it's always been 13 because i've liked the like kind of like spooky aspect of it um uh, i have a particular affinity for odd numbers however uh if i am like uh listening to music in the car the volume always has to be at an even number Oh, you're one of those monsters. Why? But, but I actually like odd numbers more. And like some numbers, like some numbers are just quintessentially cooler than other numbers. <laughs> like, like the number, the number 13 is like just cooler than 12. It just is a cooler number. Did you know that every prime number, um, just has zero A's in it? Okay. They all have E's. Every prime number. Just fact. Fair enough. 57. 57. <laughs> fun fun I, fact, I mean, yeah. Lately, um, my like uh, favorite number has been motivated by how nice it is to draw. I like writing five, and I like writing seven. Do you, when you do your seven, is it just the, the like... No, it's it's a vertical line, horizontal line, diagonal line, and then a line in the middle of the, um, the diagonal line. Oh, put a little bit of panache, a little yeah. style on it. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Five is is a very satisfying number. I agree. Yeah. Actually, something that I I really enjoy, um, I really enjoyed Mandarin, and I really enjoyed writing the characters. 
even though they were super duper hard for me. I like writing them is very, very cathartic because you're just writing these lines and they come together and they like form a story. Yeah. And so if you ever get the chance, just start writing some Mandarin. Well, I, I know how to write some Elvish and that, that's a Is that the same? Yeah. Ooh. Why do you know Elvish? Uh, I, I have a lot of spare time at work. <laughs> yeah, fair. I learned the Greek alphabet because I was just bored at work. Yeah. Now I can, because it's a uh, phonetic language, I can I can read it. I don't understand it, and I have no um, like correct pronunciation. So it's really just a horrible train wreck. Yeah. But I know what the letters, what sounds they make. Cool. <laughs> yeah, great. That's probably my most useless skill. Yeah. Anyway, let's focus up. Let's get this real focused, real laser laser focused. Am I going to talk about my school dances? Or are you going to start? Okay. So, school dances never really were a thing until middle school. Middle school is sixth to eighth grade. And I remember my first dance and I was super excited for it because it was one of the middle school dances and I think it might have been Hawaiian themed, which is like a wild, a wild theme for your first school dance. But the only things that I remember from it were the song Gasolina was like really, really prevalent. And so that was played like four or five times. We had, do you, do you know the song? Yes, I do. Yeah. Do you want to sing it? Hey, oh, Gasolina, something in Spanish, Gasolina. Yeah, no, that's literally the song. Um, that's all I remember of it too. Um, and I do Spanish. I speak Spanish. So I don't remember what the actual phrases was because it just ended up, you know. It didn't matter. Being nothing. Anyway, that song was wild. It was in our school uh, gymnasium, which was kind of like this relatively smallish gym. And yeah, the, the like strobe lights were going and just there were teachers there and there were students. And I remember doing a dance that I remember learning at a wedding when I was younger and I just never broke it out. But I I remember learning it, and I was probably seven or eight, and I thought I was super cool with it. And it was essentially me standing there and, like, sliding my feet back in a really fast motion and, like, putting my hands down. And it was probably the worst um, planking, like, jump that I've ever done. It's really hard to describe because what I would do is I'd, like, stand and then, like push my arms out as I'm moving my feet back in and like, it's like a spasm. Yeah. It's essentially a dance spasm. You're like the running man, but you're like planking or something. Well, yeah, but my feet are together. (laughs) I had no rhythm and I was an ungangly big boy. Yeah. It just, it wasn't a good look and I remember doing that dance and being like, no, I remember uh, that is not a good, good look for me. And I didn't dance for a while. Yeah. I did the like two step, but that's yeah, not well, the, important. The um, the white guy kind of like like just like bop kind of. Oh, thing. the head bop, the clap. Um, nowadays I do confident flailing, and I think it works for me. Um, because it's just you like flail your body in a movement fashion, and it's just like they're not judgmental middle schoolers, so yeah. it works. But the the like main story that I want to talk about is my senior year of high school. And 
uh, I had just been dating this girl for a few months all throughout summer break. And I remember being like, okay, this is my time. Is uh, I'm a senior. This is my last year here. Um, I have a girlfriend, so I, I am pretty sure, I'm very confident that she'll probably say yes. So let's go the extra mile. Let's like really be a bit extra, which is kind of like my the, mantra. The, the Frank Frank special. Yeah. I had a drink named after me in uni called the Frank special. Yeah. That's for a different time. Uh, <laughs> it's just like dishwasher liquid. No, it's Uzo and Red Bull. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Which, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I bet it, that tastes like fucking, I bet it tastes like fucking detergent. <laughs> no, it tastes like licorice. It was yeah, uh, the, otherwise known as detergent. The ongoing joke was that everyone tried it once. Um, only Frank tried it again. And I, I like licorice. Um, so it was great. Yeah, I had a good time. Anyway, not important. Focusing. Um, so I remember homecoming and homecoming is the first dance. It's uh, usually about a month into the school year and it's kind of uh, the fall equinox dance and it's called homecoming because, you know, everyone's coming back. And I remember I had just um, started football and I convinced just a lot of big boys to like have these signs that I made. And as I like walked um, my girlfriend at the time through the hallway, there were just these big boys holding these signs and it was like, Felicia, next sign, Will, next sign, you, next sign. And I had to like, for the last one, it, it, the sentence ended up being, Felicia, will you go to prom, uh, homecoming with me? And <laughs> I ran out of, uh, poster boards. So the last one was like three three words and it just felt a little bit rushed yeah. but i also had this big um guy named uh luke luke nico and he just decided that he was gonna sing because he had the 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 sign with like go to uh, go to homecoming and he had flowers that i had given him to hold and he just started like breaking down in song what and song? so this is crucial frank <laughs> this is important information I don't know. It might have been. It might have been Seal kissed by a rose. It was real bad. It was. I did not ask him to do that, but his added touch, um, yeah, made it a lot more genuine, I guess. So that was one one thing of uh, being extra. So she went to the dance with Luke. No, because of his surprisingly, yeah, surprisingly, oh. she went. She wasn't sway like swooned by by his marvelous singing. That's unfortunate. Yeah, she. But you she, were, and you went to the dance with Luke. Oh, I gave it a good thought. I was like, oh no, I've already written the sign for Felicia. Yeah. Fuck, fuck. Sorry, Felicia. I'm actually going with someone else. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you hear? Do you hear him sing though? Yeah. yeah. Uh. Yeah. And so that that was a fun. It was um. God, like a black and white themed one, so everyone wore black or white, and that was the fun theme. Cool. Uh, then there was Winterfest, and the Winterfest traditionally in the states, um, it's just before Christmas. Is the girl asked the guy, and uh, she got me back with a bundle of balloons and a little teddy bear that I had to carry around all day, and. Uh, for a, gosh, 18-year-old um, guy who still believed in, like, toxic masculinity, 
Um, yeah, she was trying to embarrass me. Joke's on her. I didn't get embarrassed because yeah. I don't get embarrassed. Yeah, it like, sounds like a fool's errand. <laughs> yeah, but that dance was fine. And then it came to prom. And prom was, um, oh, I was very extra. So before every dance, we there was a school um, assembly. And it was a like spirit fest. And that ended up always being the biggest one because that was the last one where seniors would traditionally walk out. And then they would you know, leave. And it was kind of a ceremonious thing. And I convinced God, I don't, I don't know who it was, just someone, they let me talk to them. And I eventually nagged them to decide that I was going to wear the school mascot's head. Cause I wouldn't fit in the actual bodysuit Cause I was too big, um, too tall. And I just wore the head for a while. Um, because I was in the assembly, like seated next to her. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And for 20 minutes, I just stood like an idiot in the middle of the the field is like or in the the gymnasium as people were like doing their assembly things. People were singing and there's guitar and it was like jokes and stuff. And then in front of the whole school, I asked her to prom and thankfully she said yes, because I was still pretty sure she'd say yes. But um, yeah, that would have been an awkward one. Yeah. And I think it was pretty obvious as the like big lumbering knob with just the head of of the mascot odd came out um, because yeah I guess I was I was relatively well known there and they're like mm, look at Frank being all sneaky and stuff Frank back back at it again <laughs> yeah what's that Frank doing uh, yeah so I asked her out she said yes and then it was great and so what I remember from school dances were less so the actual like dancing because that was fun and dancing and god in high school like grinding was all the rage so that was yeah whatever but what i remember were were like asking people and doing that fun extra like extra effort to to get people to say yes yeah. which i mean it was my girlfriend at the time so it was pretty pretty, pretty a safe bet pretty, but pretty like set up and easy yeah yeah you know take calculated risks yeah <laughs> so what about you what was your school dance experience like? Gosh, we didn't really like. I, I don't think I've ever I ever asked anyone to go to a dance with me. Mm. Uh, oh, I I just remember. I'll tell you in, at the end. It's real bad. All right. I look like a complete dingus. I'm like covering right. my face in shame. I'm right. like not Excellent. very happy with this choice. Mongo, mono dingus cast. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think I've ever asked anybody. Uh, they weren't really like. They didn't have themes, as far as I can remember, or at least none that like people strongly adhered to. They were referred to as discos in primary school, as I said, and it was just people showing up post-school hours in non-uniform whilst top 40 hits played and everyone looked around and shuffled awkwardly and like the popular kids maybe have danced or something like yeah no that's uh yeah. that's akin to my experience except yeah even in middle school there was just grinding not on me but like the the urban school that i went to didn't mess around okay there was there was a lot yeah so how did you dress 
How? What was the the Lockie attire? Um, I think in primary school it was just like shit that my parents had bought me, so I didn't really have a style. But like in high school, I was just like mono emo, so uh, <laughs> it was like band shirts and jeans. I assume like the the whole like I had a period of time where I would just pretty much solely only wear band t shirts and like uh or items of clothing from JJ's, which is our equivalent to Hot Topic, basically. We talked about that on, on the other episode. Yeah, because I, 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 bas- I basically looked like, um, I don't know if uh, any of the listeners will know this image, but like there was um, there was just like a, a generic image of like, cheer up emo kid. And I looked like the emo kid. Like <laughs> I had the thick black glasses and the side fringe and I just looked like that. So um, Morose. Yeah. Melancholy. Uh, and um, my a family friend of ours bought me that shirt, so I just wore it because it's like it's like ironic, like you know, self-referential, like um, yeah. So that was that was kind of my my style. That's a that's a good look. So you wore that at the dances and such. Oh, uh, I, I assume uh, I did not actually wear it at the dances for uh, for year ten. Uh, we we have what's called formals, which is kind of what our proms are, mm. and there are there are only at certain like uh, points in 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 the school uh, life. So there's year ten and year twelve. And, uh, people will hire out suits or, or like dresses or whatever and like, uh, uh, come in vehicles of, of varying shapes and sizes and go to this place. And like, that's, that's the whole deal. Um, for my year 10 formal, uh, I hired out a suit from Xavier by Black Tie. Ooh. And, uh, I wore a vest with silver embroidered, uh, kind of like, swirls on it i have a i have an image which i'll supply to you which will be a good a good cover image for this this cast i would love that at at this event uh my friend luke and my friend Corey, uh we told the photographer we were in a band so uh and we we loosely were even though none of us could play instruments and we never practiced or anything but like we really wanted to be in a band yeah no in spirit you guys were in a band a band in in name only um what was did you have a name oh god uh I can't recall exactly what it was, but I, we had characters within the band like band personas oh this is okay no I can't this is so good. We need to go really in depth about this, but let's do it next week. All right. So next week will be musical interests. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we told we told the dude uh, that like we um we were in this band, so he like took some extra photos of us and gave us like a, a like uh sent us like a CD of like oh, these additional so images. Um, and uh, do you for, have that still? Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Okay, okay, I'm so happy with this. <laughs> uh, we also, for year 12, uh, I just, it was, it was at the, uh, the convention center here in Canberra. Oh. Um, and yeah, it was just kind of a non, non event, really. I think there were like helium balloons and people ingested helium. Like, uh, yeah, it was just like you know, <laughs> nice. pretty, pretty generic. Like, yeah. Very exciting. Uh, nothing particularly exciting happened. If I, if I can recall correctly. Mm. Yeah. Do you know my prom was uh, in the Aviation Museum yeah. in Colorado? Yeah. And it was pretty nice. We, um, 
Like the dance floor was like surrounded by these giant World War II planes, cool. which is pretty cool. Um, there was also a flight simulator from like uh, the Wright brothers, like original airplane, and oh, and yeah. like you laid on this uh, like contraption yeah. that looked like it, and you like moved around. It's pretty sad. Um, yeah, I had a chance to like die really quickly on yeah. that because I just we'd like set off and then I'd lean too forward and then dead sucks yeah I, got, I actually dyed my hair for um Ooh. for the year 12 one what color uh i believe i wanted i wanted like uh a silver streak in my hair because i was wearing like a a silver tie oh and oh um, i'm feeding off of this I, this is so good i think uh it ended up that that was not possible so that's how i ended up with like a red streak in my hair <laughs> perhaps <laughs> do you have pictures uh, yeah, obviously. Um, if so. no one else gets to see these pictures, just know, listener, that I will, and I'm gonna be very happy. So yes, yeah. Uh, That's that was basically my my experience with dancers. They weren't they weren't exactly common, uh, and they were they were like kind of like pretty uh, peripheral to my high school experience. Okay, yeah, I was gonna ask. So, like, as an adult who's just finally survived through these these uh adolescent experiences what do you take away from school dances god basically nothing i can barely recall half of them so yeah obviously didn't have a lasting impact on me yeah that's fair i think it was it was a really good time as like for me in high school uh before senior year it it was a good kind of chance for me to talk to my peers and interact with them in a way that was both in school and out of school and that it was a very casual kind of fun way and i remember just like every year it was like a, a tradition at lakewood high school that you would play the last song would be uh bohemian rhapsody yeah. By Queen. And I just remember lose everyone just losing our minds yeah. and, and like getting to this giant mob and just singing and, and just going wild and acting out the whole song. And that was always my favorite part of of the dances was the very end. And that's what like drove me to go to the end of them. Um and I mean, even now, like when I go out and go to clubs if I do, um, and go dancing with friends, that's the best part of it is just spending time with friends and, uh, you know, really getting into the music. And that's where I got the mindset for, you know, going out and going to clubs and, and like, having a good mindset with that. Yeah. Instead of, you know, doing the, like, traditional hookup thing that is so often portrayed in TV shows and movies and stuff where, like, you go to a club or you go to a bar and you, like, try to find someone, you make eye contact and then you guys leave yeah, that's like not a super healthy, fun way to experience going out and partying. For you. Yeah, for me. Yeah. And I found that like when it was more like, you know, the end of school dances, I had a great time just spending time and seeing and having fun with your friends. Yeah. And I think that was kind of the first taste for that for me. Yeah, well, with with relation to like going out and stuff, I mean, I, I don't really dance and I barely drink. So like going out to clubs for me, like it's just never appealed to me in the slightest. Like, uh, I I'm an extrovert. I feed off everyone's energy like a succubus, like shamelessly. If people are laughing and having fun, 
I feed off of that energy. They yeah. look a little bit sadder, but I'm happy. Now. I, I think I just get a little bit awkward around like people who are drunk and like, mm. um, and like it's just like an environment where just like there's a lot going on and I don't understand any of it. So it's just like I'm just kind of being like, well, yeah, I feel like an outsider. And even if I like participate in like dancing or whatever, I still feel like I'm kind of pretending to be a person who likes this kind of thing because yeah. It's like not really what I'm interested in doing. Like, yeah, at the end of it, I always feel like it does feel very shallow. But I think that if you go out with your friends, it, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, um, I also really enjoyed just asking people. Like that was a fun thing for me, and, and that like taught me to ask people out on dates. Which, even though like I mean, for for senior year, they were pretty well insured. It let me be a little bit extra and let me uh, explore the boundaries of like asking someone out on a date. Yeah. Well, like with, exciting. with relation to the dancers, like nobody really went with anyone else unless, unless they were already like in a relationship with them. There was no yeah. like, will you go to this disco with me? Or like, will you go to this, this form with me? I, as far as I can recall, at least, I don't think there was, there was that kind of culture. There was more of a just, Oh, we're in a relationship. So I guess we'll like, Hey, we yeah. did it. Hey, I guess, I guess we we'll, found a partner. We'll, we'll go together. Yeah. 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 I just like used it as an opportunity to kind of like uh, stare awkwardly slash longingly at the whoever had the eye of my affection at that point. At that point in time. Yeah. yeah. And also uh, the vast majority of my relationships in high school were with people who did not attend my school. Wow. That's – I am just writing down a thing. <laughs> So uh, that didn't help because uh, you couldn't really um, bring people who weren't weren't at the school to these things. It's, this has been a really good episode, if nothing else, because we've gotten to recharge some of our topics. Yeah, which for sure. we have been. Oh boy! Yeah, the the, the minds of Moria have been kind of r- running low on on the the diamond nuggets of of delicious topic topic topicanium. But we we've topicite yeah. topicite. I like topicite. Yeah, or. Topicum. Topicum. No, Topicum. Taco, Taco. As it's spelled in the best part of, well, best part of the world's a really strong uh, iteration. I was trying to make an aluminum versus aluminium joke. Uh, And it was just didn't didn't really. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Look, uh, swing and a miss. Better luck next time, champ. (laughs) What about uh? What about things, uh, ways the audience can participate in our in our little little show we have here? Well, we just love it, love, love, love when you, the listener, send in a mail-in memory. And what you do is you just email or tweet at us a memory that you had growing up, and we see if we can relate to that. And the email address is at or no, it's downundercast at gmail dot com. And once again, it's downundercast at gmail.com. And every week we read someone's mail and memory and we see if we can relate. So this one is from Amy S. And am I going to do the voice? Is it my turn for voice? Uh, I think I did the last one. So, but you only have three voices. So, <laughs> yeah, that's another. We'll talk about our D and D campaign eventually. Um, but I'm DM there, and I get a lot of sass because I can't do accents, and I can do just three voices. So, I guess let's let's uh, look. We know our strengths and weaknesses here at Down Under Cast. So, I'm gonna let you do the voice because you're so good at them. All right. 
As long as it's not a southern draw. Yeah. Because you go way too wild with those. It's too powerful. They're pretty good. It, they are, but it's too powerful for me. Hello, boys. Oh, oh, this is Russian? I am extremely comfortable wandering through forests. Oh, and no. that's probably because I remember living in a very rural Arkansas <laughs> when no. I was around four years old. There was no electricity as we lived with my weird but lovely off-the-grid grandparents. With nothing else to do, my younger brother and I would go wandering around the woods by ourselves. In retrospect, this seems vastly irresponsible, as I also remember seeing several rattlesnakes, and our closest neighbors were... Uh, I don't actually know that we really <laughs> had this. But uh, did you did you ruin your love to your own devices to such a degree? At least my parents checked us for ticks when we returned home. Love, N.E.S. Don't read this bit aloud unless you wonder. P.S. <laughs> I saw you guys on the Bim Bam Bino podcast Facebook page. I hope my parents' negligence is good for discussion. Keep podcasting on! Okay, so you started off really sounds, solidly not, Russian, yeah, and yeah, then it, it just kind of went a little bit like evil Brian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it. Uh, yeah, well, thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Um. I can relate to this. Can you relate to this? Yes. Well, as I, as I think I mentioned on the cast before, uh, my brother is heavily disabled. So, uh, I was often left on my own devices during childhood, which, uh, I believe is f- part of the reason for my very active and, uh, prolific imagination. And I mean, you're literally in Australia, the home of just every type of poison snake. Every type of evil, evil spider and uh, just other monstrosities that all try to eat you. Well, they don't eat you if you don't go near them, Frank. So that's mm. that's a hot tip for you, you Americans uh, thinking about coming to Australia. If you see something that looks bad, don't go near it and you're good. Well, that's not true um, because sometimes they come to you. I don't think I was true. driving once and I... Uh, put down my visor because the sun was in my eyes, and a huntsman. Yeah, well, that's a huntsman. That, me. Doesn't, that doesn't mean they're no, not going to do anything. I did almost die because the car was swerving a little. Yeah, well, that's as your I fault. Panicked. That's not the spider's no, fault. You can't was, put that on the spider. It was definitely the, the pi- spider. No, the spider isn't going to hurt you. Hunt, huntsman's are chill. They just hang out in your house. They've got eat big, you. angry face. Yeah, they're not interested in in like biting and eating. Humans. I don't know about that. This one could have been the different one. This could have been. This could Huntsman, have been. Huntsman's a spider friends. This could have been Huntar, the human killer, and Huntar, just born as a small baby spider. He saw his parents stepped on and vowed that he would just defeat all the humans one at a time in their cars through multiple car accidents. There's actually a um a series of books about cane toads that's kind of like that. <laughs> Huntar the Huntsman. Yeah. Huntar is a cool name. It is. Well, I'm into it's it. Okay. Anyway, I can relate to this, Amy, because when my parents and I uh, and my brothers would go camping. Yeah, um, you're, you're a mountain man, right? Yeah, I'm a mountain boy. Uh, we would kind of go and explore our land. We own a little bit of land in Fairplay, and uh, there's this big hill called Mount Eileen that we named it after my mom. 
um, mostly ironically. And we would explore and we've seen like bears there and antelope and just really, I just remember spending just hours kind of wandering through listening to music and like like breaking uh, the, the seminal like Dixie's Midnight Runners track, Come On Eileen. Yeah, I didn't actually listen to Come On Eileen. I, my music taste had not developed to that point yet. Yeah. It was probably My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Let's be honest. I actually listened to um, Welcome to the Black Parade in my car the other day. It was, it was a good time. It was it's a, good, a tasty meal. It's meatball. a banger, yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much, Amy. Uh, we would love some more uh, mail-in memories. And your memory was great. If you want to contact us, you can at... Down under cast. At gmail.com. Yeah. And also on Twitter at twitter.com slash downundercast. That's us. Facebook.com slash downundercast. You got it. At downundercast if you want to just add us. But don't don't at, at me. At, at us. The idea. At us. It's okay. Don't at me when I say controversial things. Don't at me. You can, if you want to add Frank, you can do so at Frankly, my dear. That's Frankly, my dear, with three A's. But don't add me. Don't um, add me if you have. If you want to add me about Frank's problematic takes, you can do so at, at Young Cardinals. And uh, if you could do us one small favor, uh, just a little before, one, just before, just before you turn this off, uh, if you haven't already, uh, please. Please make, just tell someone. Tell just, someone about the podcast specifically. Just make eye contact with someone, like a stranger. Yeah. And just mouth the word down under cast. And then just and then let just them do think about it. And a big wink. And a big wink. And, and point down. Well, no, that that's that's going to be a weird interaction. Um, no, just write it down on your notebook when you're doodling in class to just as you're listening to this no that's a bad narrative no pay attention in class go to school if you're listening to this in class what up cool dude Yo. Nice. but pay attention take that teacher stay in school kids yeah don't do drugs right well you no, can do them lock. responsibly you live you're from Colorado. Okay. Colorado, Colorado i am from colorado <laughs> i can't do dr- i i just don't do drugs because i'm just not responsible enough can we do an episode about that? We probably can, yeah. right? We can? Probably, yeah. Interesting. That might be a later episode. That yeah. might be an After Dark special. Yeah. Mm. For Patreon subscribers. Episode 69. Yeah. Drugs. There you go. Dugs. Dugs. Okay. Right. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.